another episode of the Tip and Tap Podcast. I'm your funny, fine, and freaky host, Lauren Adam, aka Exotic V, aka bitch, y'all already know I'm fucking y'all mommy and y'all daddy and shit that you can add your homeboy and your homegirl to. Welcome to a new week. I am so excited because we are doing things a little differently, okay? This is one of our quickie episodes, and with our quickie episodes, I feel like People be, you know, just want me to talk my shit just, just a little bit. And so, you know, today I just kind of wanted to get some stuff off my chest. Now, with our quickie episodes, where there be like actual tit for tat episodes that are longer, that kind of correlate with these, of course. But right now, it's just one of those things where I want to talk my shit, get it over with. You know what I'm saying? So, enough with that. Let's just get into it, okay? So, as... As my week has been kind of progressing, um, I've been learning a lot about myself. And in this period of time, I'm learning a lot about myself. I've realized that sexual trauma and hypersexuality definitely plays a part in this little healing journey of mine. Um, I would like to give a trigger warning (laughs) right now because... I don't want anyone to, um, I don't, I just don't want anyone to kind of, you know, get offended or just, I I just want people to know, like, this is an episode for all of us to feel vulnerable, all of us to feel, um, welcomed. This is kind of another reason why I'm actually even doing the Tip or Tap podcast. Um, but again, this is a trigger warning. Um, there will probably be some things that are said that you might not want to hear. So if you probably don't, you some of y'all probably not gonna want to listen to this episode. And then some of y'all probably gonna listen to this episode to be nosy. Either way, it go. Anyway, <laughs> but no. So um, again, as I'm going through this journey of trying to find myself and really heal myself. I've realized that um, with people saying the things that they say to me, like, uh, of course, I'm to a point where it doesn't bother me because I feel like no matter what you do, no matter what you say, somebody is always going to have a problem with it, right? Like, regardless if, regardless if you like sex work or not, it's a part of our lives. It's always been a part of people's lives, honestly. And... The thing that frustrates me the most is the lack of respect people try to give us, which is totally insane. Like, people will literally say, like, you ain't got no morals, you don't love yourself, da-da-da-da-da. And wholeheartedly, what what y'all don't understand is for me, I do the things that I do because I actually am to a point where I do love myself, right? I think that I spent so much time trying to um like figure out what can I change about me figure out what I what I can do to be more appealing to like the males I basically right um I think that me being plus size has played a part in a lot of the interactions that I've had um regardless of what y'all fucking think yeah niggas like big girls but it's always a secret like the niggas who and then you have men I'm not this is the thing too. I really want to work on not saying nigga and bitches, but y'all be acting like niggas and bitches would be stressing me the fuck out. But anyway, 
<laughs> um, no, just overall, I think that one thing that I'm starting to realize is that being plus again, being plus size plays a part, and people will love you in secret. And the niggas who will like kind of show show you off are kind of like the dudes who like fetishize like it's all it's like they fetishize you right. And what I mean by that is, you ever met a nigga who be like only like only like Asian women or like goofy ass shit like that? You know what I'm saying? And it's like it, you only like like uh, I'm not even gonna say it. it's just certain shit that y'all say. And your actions speak a whole different language. Like, that's the whole thing for me. Like, I understand, again, there are men out here who love plus-size women. I'm never taking away from that. I'm talking about the niggas who literally will see me out and not say nothing. I'm talking about the niggas who will literally have a whole bunch of say, like, oh, I want to be with you, this, that, and the third, blah, 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 whole bunch of non-fucking sense, bitch. When they say all of that, but then they're actually saying another thing, that's what I mean. And then, of course, me and the, me being the person that I am, like, I'm starting to realize, like, I've, I've always been this cool-ass person. One thing about it, hoes is going to be cool. Like, bitch, we're one of the bros, okay? And I tell these that all the time. I'm like, whole time, like, I'm one of the bros. And it's not intentional, wholeheartedly. It's just one of those things where... I don't feel the need to 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 do everything that these other females would do. I don't feel the need to cook for you. I don't feel the need to show you some shit that just that show you some shit that you don't even really want for real. Like I just feel like the whole wasting time of doing everything, especially when it comes to me, I'm not here for it. Now, can you say it is because of my sexual trauma? Bitch, you definitely can because I I, I mean it is a result of it. Honestly, it's a result of it and. Because of my sexual trauma, I can honestly say it's taken me until I turned 23 to finally say, okay, I know the things that I want and I'm not going to sit here and continue to keep settling for them. I'm not going to continue to keep making the same mistakes. Like, I'm not wholeheartedly, I'm not that girl who was just laying down with any and everybody just to wholeheartedly get them to like me i'm not that girl anymore who just wants to be seen or just wants to feel like i i want to be needed or i or i belong i'm not that i'm not that girl anymore okay and <clears throat> that's what a lot of people that i've had sex with fail to realize like a lot of y'all only got this pussy because i was wholeheartedly scared for my life meaning a lot of you all so many a lot of you all really don't know the difference between the r word and sexual assault right a lot of you all think that a lot of you all think that because um rape is kind of forceful that and I'm, I'm trying to find like the best way to put this because again there are people that I have had sexual encounters with multiple times right and they will probably look at that like well you decided to lay down multiple times it was like again I was in a vulnerable state right I wanted you 
I feel like I felt like this was the only way for me to get you to see me. For me to, like I said, for me to get people to like me. But then also it was this fear of if I say no, what is this man going to do? Right? Is this man going to beat me the fuck up? Is this man going to drag me up and down the street? Is this man going to take it regardless? Like, is he going to lie? That's the thing. That's the thing for me. I've had men in high school lie about fucking me. Then it turned into this horror of whole ordeal of people from high school thinking they knew what I was doing with my vagina and still to this day people still think and I don't understand it because I don't give a fuck about what y'all do with y'all pussy or what y'all do with y'all dick honestly and the only thing that y'all are really doing with it is having kids where's the fun in that <laughs> but nah I'm not gonna nah, I ain't gonna do y'all like that but wholeheartedly I feel like a lot of my sexual experiences came from my trauma and how I mask my trauma is, I, I, don't, I don't even feel like I even mask at some point in my life. I was just like, I'm tired. I'm, I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of not truly feeling wanted. I'm tired of not feeling like I'm being satisfied. Bitch, I'm tired of being tired, okay? So then that's why I, that's why I decided to kind of stop looking to other people um and like stop looking to other people to kind of bring that validation in to make me feel good right i would see like the people around me you know it would be like oh, okay the people around me they don't necessarily talk about sex that much well they might not display sex let me say that a lot of people don't display sex but it's a very private thing and so when for me when everybody is just being so private about something i'm like what the fuck is the big deal right i'm like if you over here sucking dick and you over here sucking dick why we can't talk about it like what's the issue at hand so that was a <laughs> so that definitely played a part in why i was just like like fuck it like why should i be scared with to talk about something that I enjoy. Y'all talk about having kids and all this goofy ass shit. That's not something that I can talk about because I don't want kids. I never want to have kids. I never thought about having kids. So I'm not going to sit here and make up baby names and do all this goofy ass shit. And oh, if I have a child, I'm going to do this. and I don't care. I, I really don't. I don't have no desire to talk about that shit. I have no desire to talk about marriage because that's not something that I necessarily desire in my life would i be mad if i got married no but with that being said because of everything that i've been through especially with men and me just not loving myself i've come to the realization that i enjoy i enjoy being with other people right but the thing with being with other people is it's not just a sexual thing, right? I don't have to fuck everybody that's in my life. No. Everybody brings something different. Everybody brings value into my life. And I think that in this generation where a lot of people want to practice um, traditional monogamy, and it's, I don't feel like that's realistic for me. And honestly, I'm starting to, I, I read something the other day. That basically said, um, if you, hold on, I'm bitch, I ain't even about to, off the, off the dome this shit, right? 
So there is um, something called phrase sexuality, right? This is when someone um, expresses sexual attraction towards someone as long as they don't have an emotional bond to them. And for me, I realized that I am a phrase sexual. Like the more that I feel like the more that I bond and connect with someone, the more I'm not sexually attracted to them, right? I love fucking a stranger. I love not knowing. I I love knowing that this isn't going to go anywhere. Like, I don't have to know your name. I don't have to get to know you, know none of that, bitch. Just, you like your ass ate? You want to get paid? Can I stick a little finger in your butterhole? Like, let me know what's the, what's the tea. But I feel like once it gets to a point of me trying to connect emotionally and be with you, I'd be a little turned off. And I think because I've never really experienced, like, I've never experienced love, right? And again, all of this reverts back to not sexual trauma and hypersexuality. Overall, a lot of things are correlated with that. But also, I realized that I just love the act of pleasing, right? I am very much a people pleaser. And sex is a way of pleasing my, pleasing people in ways that I don't think anybody else would really think of. I think that pushing my partner to their limits and seeing what ways their body can react and all of that, I feel like that's the most beautiful thing that comes out of sex. And yeah, I might have went through what I went through. I might have, you know, took a couple punches, had, to, had a couple bruises, you feel me? But I walked off that shit at motherfucking G, ho. And you bitches couldn't tell me shit. Oh, that's the thing for me. Y'all still can't tell me shit because I'm that girl. And now I have a podcast about sucking dick because that's the fuck I like to do. You know what I'm saying? But not though. I think that people are starting to get to a point where we really don't know the difference between hypersexuality and sexual trauma. And I just want people to know that just because you literally or having sex every day you might go to strip clubs you might enjoy being tied up or anything in a sexual manner doesn't mean that it's a problem right embrace it express it i think that even with women today we are being so policed with everything that we do like if you wear the wrong thing bitch you're a hoe if you do this bitch you're a hoe and, da -da -da -da. and it's like I think women are getting to a point where we realize that, yeah, I can be fully clothed, which is cool. Like, for example, Janelle, Janelle Monet is her name. For example, for her, like, her transition is being so, like, what the fuck is going on? Da -da 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 -da. And it's like, that's just what it is. Y'all didn't pay her no attention when she was really wholeheartedly. Y'all didn't pay her no attention when she was fully clothed or none of that. Now that she's like, I don't want to be that anymore. Like, I don't want to feel trapped in my own self. So I want to be free. I want to be able to shake some ass. I want to be able to do this and have fun. And it's like the only people who wholeheartedly have a problem is the men and the pygmies. Between y'all two, it's like... And I'm not even going to say all men because it's literally some men who will literally accept you for you, who will literally love you for you. And all in all, like, I just want people to understand that just because I may enjoy sex, just because I enjoy showing off my body, I enjoy being free and liberated, 
doesn't mean that I don't love myself. Doesn't mean that um it doesn't even necessarily mean that I'm covering up some trauma. I just love to be pleased. I love to feel like an art. And I feel like sex, intimacy, all of that can be an art, right? So hopefully, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I said, this episode is very much a quickie, okay? The things I wanted to highlight the most was understanding that it's okay to have went through some type of trauma. It's okay to feel like, you know, to it's okay to And I wholeheartedly in this moment, I'm sorry, I had to take that little moment because wholeheartedly I'm talking to myself now. And in this moment, I'm thanking myself for still pushing through. I've had a lot of negative comments. I've had people send stuff to my parents. Um, and you know, for me sitting in this moment, this is, this is a, again, this is a very vulnerable episode, right? And that's why I'm going to keep it quick. Because I ain't got time for you motherfuckers to be trying to be, oh, let me dissect this, da 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 da, da. Because in another, I don't want y'all to feel like I need y'all to be sorry for me. It's a part of life. Baby, I wouldn't be the dime if I didn't go through what I went through, period. But all in all, I wanted this episode to just be about bringing awareness to people who are experiencing sexual trauma who do experience hypersexuality um this episode is just for survivors as a whole it's just one of those comfort things like i want you all to know that i'm still human i've been through shit i've i didn't fuck niggas i wasn't supposed to and i know wholeheartedly that is gonna piss a lot of niggas off a lot and I really mean like 90% of my bodies, wholeheartedly. When I was very much weak-minded and didn't know how to say no, yeah, niggas was getting over. Niggas, were, niggas who constantly ask you like, if you tell them no, they be like, why? Why? Like, come on, come on, da 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 Like, we grown, da 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 Bitch, I hate the we grown shit. Don't pull the we grown card with me. Just, okay, we grown, so I'm allowed to say no. I'm allowed to ignore the fuck out of you. Bitch, I don't have to fuck you just because you say you want to fuck me. That's what y'all fail to realize. What I do with my body is what I decide, but it's, it's what I choose to do with my body. I think that now we're wholeheartedly starting to realize that women don't have any type of say or control over their body. Like, look what the fucking government did with, like, abortions and all of that shit. How did how is a grown old ass white man go tell me what the fuck I can and can't do with my body? That's the shit I just I, I don't get down with it. As soon as you show a little nipple, it's a problem. If you out there shaking a little ass, it's a problem. And over here at the Tip for Tap podcast, they might say it's a problem, like out in the world. But bitch, we good over here. We support the hoes. We support the sluts. We support the. I don't even know what other names y'all be. Yeah, bro, y'all come up with that. We support the thoughts. We support them all. And, you know, for anybody dealing with uh, sexual trauma or hypersexuality, I just want to say I love you, okay? I am here for you. I applaud you. So, before we get out of here, I kind of wanted to leave you all with um, 
a little statement. Um, shout out to the table table talk. This uh slide that they actually put together for um hypersexuality and sexual trauma is it's kind of good, right? It's a little refreshing, and I kind of wanted to just share with you all before we go. Um, so again, it is very common for survivors of sexual trauma to go through a period of hypersexuality as a way of reclaiming their bodily anatomy and sexuality. It does not mean that the sexual trauma they experienced wasn't that bad or that they must have liked it. It just means that they have a healthier sense of control and agency taken away from them and are working towards taking that control back. There is no shame in this behavior. It is natural and sometimes necessary for healing. A survivor's healing process does not need to make sense to anyone but them. Now, the best way to support someone who um, is experiencing hypersexuality or has experienced sexual trauma, please, please, please let them know that you support them. Encourage them to practice safe sex, um, you know, using protection, getting tested. Let folks know who they are meeting up with and when. And of course, none other than set your judgment aside, okay? Um, again, quickie episode, right? I just wanted to kind of get that off my chest because I feel for the girls, especially like the whole Sukiyana situation that happened. I wholeheartedly feel like that was an example of basically sexual trauma being displayed, but not necessarily being taken seriously, especially because of the work that Sukiyana does. Um, but then, I'm not even gonna get into that because y'all know me he was dead ass wrong and there's niggas out here who feel like he's not wrong because oh she dresses like this and she talks about this wholeheartedly i feel like men miss what consent is wholeheartedly um just because somebody talks about something doesn't mean that you can just come up and do anything with them um y'all talk about getting money but a lot of y'all still broke but hey um, <laughs> that is all that I have for the week. Thank you all for being so, so supportive. Um, please watch episodes one through four. Um, make sure that you all are clicking the link in our Instagram bio and filling out a interview request form. I am getting ready to start bringing in guests and I really, really want you all <laughs> I really want you all to, to come and engage with me. You know what I'm saying? But y'all got to be ready to talk about that shit. A lot of y'all are very vanilla, which is going to be hard. But I love all of y'all vanilla, freaky, um, whatever. Bitch, I don't care. I love all of y'all. But thank you to my first and last time listeners. Remember to always be humble, be gracious, and be open. I will see y'all at the top because the bottom is way too crowded. Bye.